0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home.
1: Look at this scripture. Look at this scripture. I'm going to get you all pumped up. Go to Isaiah 54-7. Now everybody say, I'm in this thing. I'm in. You guys stay in this. Now I need you to pay attention. Don't be playing no goofy phone game. Just share this and put your phone down or take notes. I got to set this atmosphere, because I'm going to drop this. Because God gave me this word. God gave me this word. He put it in me for you. I was like, what would you say? He said, he said he gave me two parts. He said, this is what they got to know, and this is how they get it to flow. This is what they got to know. This is how they get it to flow. This is what they got to know. And once they get it to know, this is how you'll get it to work. One, I'm telling you now. I'm going to show you the Bible. And you do what you want with it. I'm just a package guy dropping off something. Okay, now you look at this, uh, now look at this Isaiah 54. Now you gotta get the right opinion to yourself because God doesn't, and I put it in the Amplified, right? Yes, for a brief moment I forsook you. This is God speaking. For a brief moment I forsook you, but with great compassion and mercy will I gather you again. That's God. He's prophesying his relationship with you through Jesus. God is not mad at you. God has never been mad at you a day in your life. God is not gonna get mad at you. Couple Wednesdays from now I preach about sin. God, I said this, I said, God's not soft on sin. But I got news for you. You ain't no sinner. And stop referring to yourself, I'm a sinner saved by grace. You're the righteousness of God of Christ in Jesus. Stop this nonsense. Ain't no sinner saved by grace, some stupid song. I don't sing that stupid song either. You know, all them songs that make you sound like you a worm and you, you ain't no good and all that. Now get a better opinion of yourself. God's got a better one of you. Religion is me. I hate religion. Oh, I hate religion. So garbage, it's garbage. Was this religion? Nah, this is the truth. I don't preach none of that religion. I told God when I started, I said, look, I'm probably not not the guy for the job, but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to tell you, I I gave God, I did. I was maybe wrong. I was naive. Maybe my stupidness was good for me, but I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, God, I'm a little naive. I don't know what I want. I said, I'll go do this thing, but I'm not going to tell fairy tales and nonsense and notice, stupid, you know, like, oh, you know, if I it's gotta be tangible and real. It's gotta be real. Uh, it's gotta be real. And you gotta show up with proof of your presence. Because if you what's all oh, you remember, Did yeah, you go to church and it's like, oh, you feel it? I didn't feel nothing. The air condition kicked on, and like people thought like it was the Holy Ghost. I went to a prayer meeting with Pastor Liz. The guy said, Do you smell that? Do you smell that? I said, It's a fireplace down the road. I swear, I'm not kidding, man. I was like, He's like, he smelled smoke. I was like, bro, it's a fireplace. This guy's crazy. Why am I following these people? I was like, dude, do you people believe this stuff? I was done, man. I was, I'm just telling you the truth. I was done. I'm not going to fabricate. Did you feel it? Nah, I didn't feel nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's got to be real. It's got to be tangible. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm going play games. Oh, religion said. Religion, find the truth. I'm just going to tell you what the Bible says. You like the Bible, you're going to like me. You like the truth, you're going to like me. You don't like either one, me and you ain't going to be friends. This ain't going to work. I love you. I want to help you, but I'm going to give you truth. This is what God says, what the preacher told me. The preacher might not have a PhD. Read the Bible and understand what I'm telling you about you. God's not mad at you. Look right there. I got so much proof for this. Why you got to know? Because once I start talking about the blessing, if you think you're disqualified because of your actions, when I talk to you about the blessing, you're going to go, oh, that's for the goody two-shoe Christian. That ain't for me. No, there's no goody two-shoe Christian. Let me tell you something. You know what God told me? He said, I love everyone the same, but I reward people different because of their obedience. He said, that's it. And he said, guess what, kid? I like the kid part. I was like, what? He goes, and I don't reward you outside what I've called you to do. So it's part of your gifting. So if you honor your gifting and follow your plan, God's like, hey, it's good. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I love you all the same, but I reward you based upon your obedience, and then I give you stuff because you're gifting, you're following the call. So you might say, look, I'm not preaching no gospel, bump that. I ain't got no problem taking my part in the gospel and helping you preach the gospel. Great. Do your part. God will set you ablaze. Somebody say, I'm not preaching no gospel, but I'll go work with those kids. Good. If that's your destiny part, go do it. You see what I'm saying? Stay in your lane, man. We all win as a team. That's That's the thing God wants. He wants teamwork. He don't want like, oh, big me, no you. No, nah, we're a team. I can't do none of this. I don't even know how to turn the lights on up here. So you know what I'm saying? We got to work together, okay? So that's not just preacher, oh, getting involved. No, that's you get rewarded because of your gift. Right. I don't know your stuff. Go do your stuff. We need you. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like if I go up there and go, oh, I didn't do nothing with what you called me to do, he's going to be like, well, sorry on you. You should have been doing it in the earth. So stay in the thing. Now look right here. Keep going. Now you got to see this, okay? So he said, But I'm not, I'm going to gather you again to me. Look at verse eight. This is cranking. This is good stuff. In a little burst of my wrath, I hid my face from you in a moment. That's when he put his wrath on Jesus. Okay. But with an age, enduring love and kindness, I will have compassion and mercy on you. That's God. He said, I got compassion and mercy. You wake up every day knowing God's got compassion and mercy towards you. Don't lie in the house of God now. Stop. Every day you get up and go, oh God, you're so happy to see me. I'm here again. You're thinking like, oh God, you're trying to hide Jesus in the drawer. I know what some of you are doing. (laughs) Don't see me, don't see me. No, look, he says, I'll have compassion and mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Now, Redeemer means what? He brought you back. That means he sets the next phase of relationship. So if I purchased it, it's up to me what I do with it. It's my requirements or my requirements for what? Relationship. Did you get that? Did you you see what I said? So if I buy it, I bought it back who are you to tell me what to do with what I bought that's what God's saying to you that's why the, that's why religion hates you and the devil hates you why would you that's why angels can't figure you out and the devil can't stand you what is man that thou art mindful of him you made him a little lower than God <laughs> you know what I'm saying so the a- angels are like what is this thing man you sent your only begotten to go get I told you that revelation I got. A third of the angels fall. Revelation says, with the swoop of the tail of Lucifer, a third of the angelic hosts fall, and God doesn't even flinch. Let him go. Man slipped in the garden. He sends his only begotten. They were angelic beings. You're precious, man. You mean so much to God just the way you are. He ain't expecting no big, because the earth is performance-driven. I love you today. I don't know if I like you tomorrow. We're in and out of it, man. Not God. He's like, I love you no matter what. Yep. I ain't changing the way I love you towards you because it ain't based upon you. It's based on my requirement, and this is the bar where I set, and I ain't changing it based upon your performance. So look at this now. So you got to receive it now. Pull this in. Let them see that. Watch this. This is going to help you kind of... um click it in gear, because you're going to read it out of the word. My kindness, well, I'll have compassion, mercy, says the Redeemer. He brought you back. Now, look at verse 9. Verse 9, he's going to pull it in. Now, this, mess, this, this, I can't get away from 9. Now, 9 you really got to get, because you don't understand the magnitude of what he's saying if you don't pay attention. Just like in the days of Noah. What did he do with Noah? He flooded the earth. He said, I'm going to put a rainbow in the sky to let you know I'm never going to do that again. That's a covenant promise. I'm serious about this. Great. Now watch this. Just like in the days of Noah, I swore the water would never go over the earth. So have I sworn that I'll never be angry with you or rebuke you. He said I ain't gonna get angry. He can't he can't get. He'd be a liar. If God lies, the earth would flip, skip, and blow up. So he's saying, just like I promised Noah by putting that bow in the air and telling him. I ain't flooding the earth, I promise you, I'm not angry with you. Amen. Woo-hoo! woo Come on, baby. He like, God. Every, man, I told you, man, God looks down from heaven. He's pumped to see you. He's excited about you. And he's like, and he, well, what'd you do last week? He didn't say that. He said, I ain't angry with you. See, the goodness of God makes you want to serve him and know him, not because he's a God up there with a hammer smacking you in the head every time you do something wrong. This ain't whack-a-mole. You know what I mean? Remember, you know when you used to take the kids? Take up the Chuck E. Cheese and the Whack-A-Mole. You remember that day? The mole pops up. You got to hit it with a mallet. Whack-A-Mole. Let's see, some of you think it's whack of you. No, it ain't whack of you. You ain't getting whacked. God don't care about it. God loves you, wants to see you mature, but ain't there holding that hammer, smacking you in the head every time you whack whacking you. Whack of you. No, it ain't whack of you. I'm not going to be angry with you no more, nor will I rebuke you. And watch verse 10. Look at this. He proves it there And what? Check this out. For though the mountain shall depart and the hills shall be shaken, yet my love and kindness now shall not from you. Nor shall my covenant of peace and completeness be removed from you, says the Lord. Come on, somebody, who has compassion on you. Come on, man. Now, now right there, you qualified. Did you qualify because of what you did? No. You qualified for what he did for you, amen. He puts you in the spot. He puts you in the position. He puts you in the blessing. He puts you where you need to be. So when I go, oh, I got to receive. Everybody say, I got to receive it. That's all I got to do. You just got to receive it. Now watch this. Go to Galatians three thirteen. I know we talked a little bit about this, but you got to see this because you got to realize that the blessing came. Now I got to give you the overview real quick, and then I'll get you going. Okay. Now I need. This is where I really need you to pay attention. So give me this block of time. Don't get distracted because the love of, the devil loves distracting you. Because if you get distracted, you miss it. So don't, nobody move around. Everybody just stay chill and get this. Okay. Because so here's what you got to get. So in Galatians chapter three thirteen, we see this. It says. Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made a curse for me, because cursed is everything that hangeth upon a tree. Okay? Let me explain this. When Adam, now you gotta get this, right? When Adam commits high treason, he gives authority, he gives dominion, he gave everything over to the devil. So now man has to be forced out of the garden that God put him in. Now Eden, now you gotta understand this, God put God put Adam in the garden of Eden. Eden Eden was supposed to spread out all through the earth. You understand know that? That wasn't just supposed to be like, like it's not supposed to be Daytona Beach. That's where it started, Eden. But they were supposed to take Eden out and go bring it to Ormond, Port Orange, Palm Coast. They were supposed to bring it out. It started there. You understand? Know so he's in Eden. It's flowing with milk and honey. It's the bless. It's the it's the blessed life. It's the best life. Okay, because blessed means empowered to prosper. So God's got nothing but good things for him. Tells him one thing: Don't touch the tree. That's not that. See, here is the problem with every time God tells you no, you think it's about authority, and you think it's about meanness. No, it's about love. If God's telling you not to touch something, it's good for you not to touch it. Okay, we all know. sir he commits what? He makes a mistake, right? He gives over the authority, it's high trees and willows. But watch this. You ready for this? God goes. Now you can't stay in His garden. Why? Because there's more stuff in here you ain't supposed to touch. Even though you weren't supposed to touch that one tree, you don't want to go touching that tree of life because you can know knowledge of good and evil now, but if you start touching that tree of life, we got real problems. Yeah, you yeah you're going to live forever in a sinful state, and now we got a real trouble. We can't fix that. Get out. Puts up the bar and says, you got to go. I don't want to do this, kid, but you got to get out. Puts an angel before it said, lock him out, because if he goes back in there, he's going to destroy all of it. I can fix this. Now, here's the goodness of God. He ain't just going to come in and fix it. He's got to get a new plan to rearrange it. That proves to you God's not a liar. He never goes back on his word. Because right. if he would have ever went back on his word, it would have been when Adam fell to get you me back, and I have to send his only begotten son. So that's the key. He knew what it took to get it. So Abraham goes like this. Later on, Adam's a mess. We don't know what to do. We kick him out. He goes, let me tell you. He says, now cursed will be the earth because of you. See, now people operate, now watch this, I'm going to show you, now this is going to be good, because this is what Noah, when Noah showed up, this is a little bit, now you got to pay attention, track me, because you're going to stay smart around here, spiritually smart, I'm going to make you spiritually smart, okay, you got to understand this, see, this is the problem when Noah showed up, because when Noah showed up, that curse was in the earth, Ham, Shem, and Japheth thought it was funny, Ham screwed up his whole life in the lineage of Canaan, why, because he disobeyed and rebelled, that curse was in the earth, and that curse came on him because of disobedience. When he dishonored his father and he exposed his nakedness, the curse came on him that was already in the earth. He said, curse will be you and every descendant thereof of you. Because it was there. You see it? He took part of it because of rebellion. Every time you rebel, we take part of it. You got a whole bunch of people living in the church under the curse that are blessed, but they don't know no better. You got to keep the order right. That's big to say this. Just follow the board as best you can. I'm not trying to freak you out, but I'm trying to get you to understand something. This is what people got to understand. Your decisions are serious. You think they're like little games. They're not games. And the preacher wants you to tell you, oh, everything's great. Everything's great. No, he's a knucklehead. Not everything's great. You have to be obedient. And if you miss it, get dialed in. I'm not trying to freak you out, but this is the truth. You see what I'm saying? This is how you stay strong in this stuff. So, like, so you understand that curse was in the earth. And if you're not careful, you'll miss it and operate in it because it's in the earth. It didn't leave the earth is what I'm trying to get you to see. Hem just parpook of it, why? Because he disobeyed God. You see it? It's in the earth right now. These people are living under this thing. They can't get out. You think this earth's gonna get better? You're out of your mind. It's gonna get worse, and I don't care what you say. Why is that? There might be a great catching away and all that, but we can't even have time for all that. So just stay here, right? So now all of a sudden God goes, what do I do? So Abraham shows up in Genesis chapter 12, kind of like, you know what I mean? And goes, hey, if you'll believe me, Abraham, I could do something with these guys, but I need somebody in the earth to believe me. So Abraham goes, I'll believe you. I don't understand you, but I'll believe you. Now, this is why it's important to pay attention. So Abraham shows up and goes, okay, God, what are we going to do? He goes, believe me. He goes, I don't know how this can be. He lies. He's messed up. We got problems going on. But here's the kicker you got to get, okay? You got it. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody's up to snuff? Abraham goes, I'll believe you. God says, great. He starts talking covenant material. So Abraham goes, oh, I know what he wants. Get a turtle dove, get an oxen. He wants to cut covenant. Abraham starts getting involved in it and wants to go get the sacrifice objects. God says, get the sacrifice objects, but don't be no part of it. Because God did this. I need somebody to be the quality and caliber of my agreement, and I can't find agreement in the earth with a man. So that's why I got to send myself in the form of my son to find agreement in the earth from heaven. You better get that on the ride home because God could not find anyone of his own caliber, so he sent himself in the form of Jesus to cut a covenant that man cannot break. That's why when you read Hebrews 6, he says no man can add to or disannul. What does that mean? It's perfect because man's not involved in it. It's God and Jesus going done deal. Can't be broken, can't be messed with, can't be jerked around with, you can't break it. Come on, you can't do nothing, you can't add to, you can't take away, you can't screw it up, you can't get disqualified because your action, your behavior. He took care of the action and behavior on the cross. Come on, that's what makes you want to live holy because I need confidence in what I already know. It ain't about doing, don't, it's about grow and be strong. That's what it's about. I'm going to be so strong in the Lord, when the enemy sees me, he's going to start shaking because I'm an obedient person in the earth. I'm so in line with God. When I speak, it's like God speaking. That's what he wants. So I got to tell you that. Why? So this covenant is perfect. And now it's how we got that blessing to kick over because Abraham's faith brought Jesus into the earth and Jesus took on the seed of Abraham, the seed of man. The new man, the faith man, the man that's never been seen before like this, the Holy Spirit filled man of faith. Well, how, that's who you are—the new creature in Christ. Never been one like you before. Who's that blessing laid up for you? Amen. Now, when you read Galatians three thirteen, read it now and understand it, and you will. He said, "Look at it. Christ redeemed me from what?" He's talking about the cross, man. Why did he go on the cross? To take the curse. See, now you're going to see that cross all different now. That cross just ain't about getting nails pierced through your hands, and he took my sin. Stop. He took the curse, and the curse, watch this now. The sin was in the curse. Yeah. You better pay. You getting this? What happened when Adam got kicked out of the garden? He said, you're cursed. You're separated from me. You're separated from the blessing. All you got in the earth is thorns and thistles and sweat of your brow, toil and labor. You took the blessing off your life because you're disobedience. I'm gonna fix it. I'll send my son. But now it's cursed. He didn't say you're a sinner. You seeing this? He didn't say you're a sinner. Get out of the garden. He said you're cursed. Get out of the garden. You took the blessing off and you exchanged it for the curse. You ain't going to forget today, sin, sin is in the curse. You know why that makes sense later on? I'm setting you up. Because when I tell you you're blessed, I guess there's no sin in the blessed because sin was in the curse. So I guess when I understand I'm the blessed one, I'm also the sinless one. Because if sin is in the curse, I can't be in both places at the same time. I'm either in the curse or I'm in the blessing. And we were born into the curse through Adam. But the second Adam, named Jesus, came and took the curse off of us and put us in the blessing. And now you're in the body of Christ, And in the body of Christ, there ain't no sin because there ain't no curse because he took the curse and annihilated it once and for all. Galatians says, and Ephesians says, and Colossians says, I abolished it once and for all, nailing the ordinances of sin against you on me so you don't have to pay the price for it. Read the Bible. I'm just reading the Bible. I'm just reading the Bible. Read the Bible. Look what it says. It says, Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law, being what? From the curse of the law? Being made a curse for us. Oh, he became a curse on the cross. Yeah, why? Because that's how we became the spotless, sinless ones. That, yeah, you see it? So where's the sin? It's in the curse. So if I'm blessed, I'm not in the curse. I'm in the freedom and what? I guess I'm spotless. You are. You see it? It was in the curse. Why did he go to the cross to take the curse? Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Why? Because you're a lawbreaker. And now he who never sinned paid the debt he didn't owe. We had to owe a debt we couldn't pay. He put it on him and paid the debt. He paid the ransom. Now it's exchange. It's his plan. It's not your plan. You're not allowed to have a plan. You didn't die for nobody. He died for you. And if those are the rules, those are the rules. Don't dumb down the rules because religion wants to tell you, well, you can't do that. You can't be like that. Hush your mouth. Take your place. If I buy it and I drive it the way I want to drive it, don't mind your own business. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So watch this now. Look, keep going. Now, you pulling this in? It's about you. Now, I'm going to show you now. Watch. Keep going. Put that scripture up there, please. Thank you. 14. Now, watch this. You pulling this in? I go slow if I got to go slower. I don't really care. You learning something? You learning something? This joker starts talking about getting on the cross to put this blessing to Abraham. What's this blessing to Abraham, dude? Why are you even bringing this dude up? Thinking, why in the world are you bringing this dude up right now? Jesus is going on the cross and he's taking the curse and he says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile. What? Because that's what he was trying to get back on you from Eden. It left it. I got to get it back. How am I going to get it back? So I got to pay the price because I want my kids back in the spot where I had them in the garden. That the blessing of Abraham, what does Abraham have to do while Jesus is hanging on the cross to be explaining this to me now? <laughs> He's taking the curse. So the only thing Jesus could do by taking the curse, there's a lot. What it means for me you, he took the curse so we could take the blessing. Now he's explaining to you where the blessing was. Oh, the blessing came back on you because of Abraham's faith. Because when Abraham believed God, that's how I got Jesus in the earth. And now the blessing of Abraham, I got news for you. You want to know something here? This is going to sound so whack. You might not go there. Jesus had the blessing of Abraham on him. And that's why he could do what he did in the earth. Wow. 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 Yeah. Y'all think Jesus came here with some special sauce. Yeah. Oh, he's the special sauce guy, Jesus. Come on, baby. I'm right. You can't deny me. I know I'm good at this. You don't want me fixing your car or doing nothing fancy. I don't know how to do that. This I can say. So what am I trying to say? Oh, he's Jesus. No, Jesus came as a man. He laid down royalty and deity. He took on the form of a man and got the blessing on him. Came as the seed of Abraham, the Bible says. What do you mean the seed of Abraham? He was the seed of God. He was the seed of Abraham too because he took on the form of a man. He came like God, but he took on the what? He laid it down. Came like me and you. Came through a virgin born. Why? Because he's got to come like a man to put on that. What? Ability. He had to put on the coat, earth coat. Had to have a suit, right? Put it on, just like me and you. Ain't no difference. Gave us the same thing. Got the blessing. We could get to the same place. You could do the same things. He said, greater works will you do. Why? I gave you resurrection power. I gave you ability. I gave you the blessing. I gave you, I hardwired you for success in the earth. I don't know why you're making it so difficult, not living up to the label I gave you. Now watch this. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Stop right there. Boom. Receive. See, y'all read it all together and you mess it up. Uh, Through faith. Receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So you think you're getting the promise of the Spirit through faith, and you stop. What he's talking about is this. This spiritual blessing, the blessing of Abraham, came on you, and you activated by your faith. See that's what I'm saying now. What do you, it was a spiritual promise, so you got to put faith in the blessing. So this is what God told me. Now this is the word for you. Ready? Now you got this. Now this is yesterday. God, you said you tell them like this. Tell them this is what you got to understand. It's faith activated, but it's voice commanded. Yes, it is. Wow. Yes, it is. Write that down. Yeah, it is. It's faith activated. It's voice commanded. It's faith activated. You got to have faith for it. Now it ain't gonna make sense. You don't have to make sense of it. You just got to receive it. No. The blessing of God is faith. Activated. That means you got faith for it, and you say, Man, that's the blessing, man. That's the blessing. That's the blessing of God on my life. That's the blessing moving in my family. That's the blessing of God doing what it's doing. I gotta have faith for it. That's the blessing. Now, everything that don't look like the blessing, reject it. Reject it. You gotta become a rejector of the things you should not receive. That's the problem with the church. Well, it's good enough. It ain't good enough. It ain't good enough. It ain't good enough until it's God enough. You understand know what I'm saying? It's got to be more than enough God. I always say, don't look like God. It don't look like God yet. It's got to be the best. Why? Because that's the covenant he gave you. Now, you do what you want to do with it. You settle where you want to settle, but I ain't settling. Take the next level. Why not you? Why not now? Why not? Why, why, why? Come on, stop. The blessing of God is waiting for you. You understand that? Now, what is that blessing of God? It's Deuteronomy 28. But before we go there, we've got to understand this. Now, here's the thing you've got to get. Now, I'm going to be quick with this because I've got to like, get 10 minutes get this done. And we come back. Ready? Watch this now. you got to have faith for it. Because when you got born again, you didn't reprogram your mind to the blessing. So we're born again, everybody thinks we're going to heaven. That's great, we're going to heaven, but here's the key. What about the blessing that's been waiting for you in the earth? Amen. Nobody told me this. What's the blessing of Abraham? Might come on the Gentile through faith, and if you're Abraham's seed, he said, you're heir according to the promise. On, you ever read it in 3, look, go to Galatians 3, go to Galatians three twenty nine. You can even read it in whatever I had it in. Was that the passion or whatever that was? Was that the passion? I don't know, whatever that was, leave it in there. Re- pull up Galatians 3, 20, and then if you and if you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. What you say there? And if you be Christ, are you Christ? Are you in Christ? You say? You say? Then you're what? My God in heaven. You better read that thing again. And if I'm in Christ, so if I'm a born-again believer in Christ, then I'm what? What's that mean? I'm an offspring of Abraham. What's it mean you're seed? What happens? Come on, wake up, church. A seed of a man goes in a woman. They have a baby. Hello? God's saying you to seed Abraham. How did we become the seed of Abraham? How did we go? Because you're the new humanity, a faith person. You see it? We came in through the lineage. And if you're an heir, and since you become united with Christ the Messiah, you are now Abraham's child and inherit all the promises of the kingdom realm. You pull that in? You see, pull, pull that other one up where you said the seed. I want to let them read that for again. I, was, I don't know what that was. That might have just been King James or whatever it was. Whatever we are. That was a good one, though, wasn't it? And if you're if you're in Christ, you got that? The last one we're at. If you're in Christ, then you're what? You're Abraham's seed. Right. Well, stop. Well, you're saying that Jesus was Abraham's seed. Yep. 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 Born in. And if you be Christ. Then your Abraham's, well, it, that must mean Christ was in Abraham. Right. Yes, he was. Yeah. Are you pulling this in? Yeah. So he got, don't let me go, man, because I get off the edge here, and I'll keep you here all day. Why you think it was so important? You want to know why? Remember everybody who gets this thing? Watch this. Remember when everybody seen, remember when Abraham met Melchizedek and the Bible would say, when Abraham met Melchizedek and he gave him an offering. He sealed, he sealed, he sealed. You know what he sealed there? He's, he didn't just seal the priestly side, he sealed all the sides right there. <laughs> Watch this, right? He, he goes there, and when he sees Melchizedek, what did he do? He received the priest's blessing in the order of the priesthood. He not only received the, the, the natural side of the blessing, he received the spiritual side of the blessing in the priesthood, and he got the thing hardwired for your success. So he got the king's blessing. He got the priest blessing. He got every blessing. You're so hardwired for the blessing of God. God's got you sealed, signed, and delivered, and it's waiting for you to get faith for it, to receive it. He got it surrounded in the blessing of God. And look what he said. If you're Abraham's seed, which you are, then you're an heir according to the promise, and you're activated by faith. Amen. you got to put faith in this blessing. Okay, go here. Want to see something? Go to, let me read this to you, because I didn't read this to you. Go to Galatians 3 1. I'm going to wrap this up, because I got to go. I'll come back, and we'll give you more, okay? But Galatians 3 1. You ready for Galatians 3 1? You ready for Galatians 3 1? Go to Galatians 3 1. I don't know if I'm going to read it in the King James. I might read it in, I might mess it up and read it in, uh, I might read it in something different, because um, I'll just do that sometimes. You all right? So just stay with me this 3 and 1. Everybody say, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, okay? Watch this, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to uh, a, let's, let's read it in the, um, I don't know, yeah, let's read it in the Passion. I like that thing. It reads a little clearer. You guys will be happy. And he says, you know, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Okay? Let's, yeah, pop it in the Passion. O fo- now, read the first part while she got up there. O foolish Galatians, who has deceived you? Bewitched means deceived. That you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus you have been endlessly sent forth, crucified among you. He's telling you right there. What you mean, crucified among you. He's talking about that cross experience, guys. He's saying he's saying this. Who messed you up from the life of faith you were living, now you think it's going to be where it works, you're going to get things done? Did you pull that in? Yeah, you ain't going to work. You don't work for it. You can't work for nothing in the kingdom. You got to believe for it. And all you business people, let me tell you, I can help you, right? God, One time, God, this is good to help you. God said to me one time, I said, God, He said, I never asked you to pay for nothing. Be quiet. Uh, He said, I never told you to pay anything. Now, you're not trying to, like, dodge stuff. He said, no, I told you to believe me for it. He never told you you had to buy it. God will never tell you, like, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, like, buy it. He'll say buy that or something, you know what I mean? But he ain't expecting you to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'll give you the resources to pay for it. I just told you Dream. You know, because one time I was like, you know, you sit there, you watch this bird go over there, you know, like, that's 20 million bucks, bro. He said, I never told you, I never told you to buy that. He told you, I said, I believe you for it. Whatever it is. Buildings, you know, millions of dollars. He said, I didn't tell you to buy it. I told you to believe me for it. See, for some of you right away, money stifles you and stops you from dreaming because you're, where am I going to get that kind of money? And You throw it away. Your dream doesn't need money. Your dream needs faith. Yes, exactly. Your dream just needs faith. And once faith shows up, your dream will live. That's all it is. So let's read this real quick, and then we're going to go. Okay? Pop that up there, please. Let them see that. What has happened to you Galatians to be acting so foolishly? You must have been under some evil spell. Didn't God open your eyes to see see the meaning of Jesus' crucifixion? What he revealed to you as, keep going, the crucified one. Well, what is this? Verse, I'm glad you asked, verse two. We're going to read all the way down to like six or seven. I'll tell you when. So answer me this. Did the Holy Spirit come to you as a reward for keeping all the Jewish laws? No, you received them as a gift because you believed in the Messiah. It's a gift. It's a gift. You can't, you can't do nothing to work to get it. Just take it, right? So if somebody gives you a gift, you're going to be like, oh, I don't. Who's stupid to give it back? You ever get something you didn't like and re-gift it? Come on, somebody, Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, yeah, 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 it's nice, but uh, I'm gonna give it to somebody else. (laughs) You take it anyway, it's rude. How rude would it be to Jesus? Like, "Ah, I know, Jesus, you got it to me by faith, but let me work for it. I wanna show you how good I am. Stop, man, what a slap in the face, right? Just receive it, right? That's cute. Now, your new life in the anointed one began with the Holy Spirit giving you new birth, then why then would you so foolishly turn from living in the Spirit and try to finish by your own works? Keep going. Have you endured all these trials and persecutions for nothing? Come on, man. Watch this. Let me ask you again. What does this lavish supply of the Holy Spirit in your life and the miracles of God, tremendous power, have to do with you keeping religious laws? The Holy Spirit is poured out upon us through the revelation and the power of faith, not by keeping the law. Now, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Get saucy right around now. Watch this. Abraham, now watch this. I'm in your way. Abraham. Our father of faith led the way as our pioneering example. He believed God and the substances of his faith released, 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 released God's righteousness to him. His faith did it. His faith did it. Okay, it's getting good. Seven, here we go. So those who are true children of Abraham will have the same faith as their father. That's you. That's you. That's you. God's plan all along was to bring the Messiah of salvation to the nations through the revelation of faith. Long ago, God prophesied over Abraham as the Holy Scripture says. Watch this. Through your example of faith, all the nations will be blessed. That's Deuteronomy 28, man. Deuteronomy 28 says, if you will hearken diligently of the voice of the Lord your God and observe to do everything that he's written therein according, all these, I will put you, go, go to Deuteronomy 28.1, just see this. King James, just see this. Just see this. Just see this. What did he, now real quick, right? What did he tell Abraham he was gonna do when he first came to him? Remember we read it? Genesis 28. He said, I'm gonna make you a great nation. I'm going to put you above all the people of the earth. I'm going to make you lavish. I'm going to do these great things for you. I'm going to bless you to you can't even conceive it. I'm going to do this. Did he not promise Abraham that? Was that not the promise to Abraham? According to the word of God, guys, is that the promise to Abraham? Yes, it was. I'll make you a great Deuteronomy 28.1 just popped it up there. I'm going to make you a great nation. I'm gonna prosper you. You're gonna be great everywhere you go. Remember when Abraham and Lot got in a fight? He was like, you got so much cattle and land. I can't, I'm blessed because of you. I can't even work this out, but I got news for you. What are we gonna do? He said, you go right, you go left. I don't care where you go. Anywhere I go, I'm blessed. That's what you gotta remember too. This blessing is going with you. Deuteronomy 28.1, pop it up there. Come on. It says this. This is what it says. Check this out and don't miss this. The ble- Now, we gotta get this, okay? Now, if, it says this. If you shall hearken under the voice of the Lord your God, and observe to do all that is written therein. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to be blessed. Now watch this now. Now watch this now. Everybody look. Give me three minutes and you're done. And it shall come to pass, if you, no, stop, wait a minute. Was this, who Who was this blessing first to? but because you're his descendant, just like Isaac passed it down. God wants to pass it down to you. Amen. And guess how it gets passed down now? By faith. Because I got news for you. Now watch this now. Now this is the part you got to get. This is the part you got to get. Don't miss this. This is, this is the whole day. It shall come to pass, if you shall hearken to the Lord your God and deserve to do his commandments, which I command this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all the nations of the earth. That's what he told Abraham. Now watch this now. Do you remember... Can you remember? Can you remember? Do you remember? Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Do you remember when Jacob and Esau were fighting for the blessing and they were deceived? And what happened? The blessing was pronounced and provoked and, and, and prophesied or spoken. And what happened? Esau, right? Uh, Esau's like, a, Jacob stole it and Esau came and said, Can't you come and fix it? Can't you bless me? He said, no, once I spoke it, it went in motion. I can't do nothing about it. It's already been spoken. This is what I saw. Now, you got to pay attention. Don't miss this. Don't miss this moment. I caught it. God said, you got to understand something. The minute I spoke it to Abraham, I put it in motion for every one of his seed. You see what I'm saying? He said, and now watch this. Now, this is going to blow you out. You got to pay attention. So it's like this. He said, I gave it to Abraham, and Abraham went in motion And started walking it out by faith. Jesus jumped in. When Jesus jumped in, he solidified everything Abraham was already walking in. Because the blessing came on him because of faith. He was accredited the righteousness that Jesus was going to get him from the cross. He was just walking in it early. Jesus came in. You came in. I came in, but that blessing has been foreannounced for the centuries to be and to become. They never, it could change. Now, here's the only thing you do. You can live without it because you don't have faith for it. Once you get faith for it and you start putting an action demand upon it, you can start commanding it out of your mouth. And I shall command these blessings and they shall what? They shall overtake you. Amen. You got to see it and speak it. You got to have faith for it and receive it. Now, here's the thing about Abraham. I want you to see this. That blessing is here right now today. Amen. But watch this. How many people didn't look now? Be honest with yourself. How many of you didn't even, I didn't study no blessing Abraham. I didn't even know the blessing of Abraham was for me. I don't even know why I'm prospering. They've been telling me in church for 30 years, you're supposed to prosper. You're supposed to prosper. I just figured, hey, you know, I'm doing pretty good. No, no, no. Now I know why. Now I know how. I got the blessing on my life because I was, remember I told you, the blessing is my birthright. I've been born in it. I've been born into the blessing with this new life, this new birth. I started expecting what? I started expecting favor. I started expecting miracles. I started expecting provision. The Bible said there, he said, my enemies will come one way. I'm expecting victory. It'll have to run the other way. They got to go seven ways different. I'm going to command it. I'm going to speak it. I'm going to see it. I got to live the blessed life. Amen. The blessing is for me. The blessing is overtaking me. The blessing is the power of God. And the blessing is going to change you and me forever. Come on. Stand up on your feet. And I'm telling you now, you just got to get faith for it. Now, what is this blessing? Oh, it's total. it's total supernatural ability in every area of your life. He's, blessed to me is this, you've been empowered to prosper. Yes, amen. That's prosper in every area. Ain't that good? Yeah. Uh, who's going to prosper in every area? Yeah. Come on, man, we're going to do this thing. And prospering in every area. So when you read Deuteronomy 28, now this is what you got to do. Now some of you got to get it. You got to get a stiff upper lip and stop settling. And you got to tell nobody. But when it's trying, now let me show you about the favor. It's Voice activated. That's the favor of God. That's the blessing. Got to get it coming out your mouth. That's the blessing of God. Something happens, that's the blessing of God. Whatever you acknowledge, he'll increase. That's the favor of God. That's the favor. That's the blessing. Because here's the thing. What you're not aware of, you'll live without. That's the blessing for me. I ain't living another minute without that blessing. What did Abraham have? Man, Abraham had so much land, so much cattle, so much increase. He couldn't even contain it. That's the blessing on your life. Let me ask you a question. What do you think Joseph had on his life? The blessing. What do you think Noah had on his life? The blessing. What do you think Jesus had on his life? The blessing. They had the blessing on their life. What do you think you got on your life? The blessing. Now, here's a question. If I don't know what it is, how can I access it? And how am I going to put a demand on what I do not understand? You leave here today, you cannot. Nah, 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 nah. Don't tell nobody neither. You know what I'm saying? Because people say, oh, that, no, you get your faith up in the blessing. You got I told you, brainwash yourself to this thing. I got the blessing of God on me. Yes. Read that Deuteronomy 28. You know what I'm saying? You start reading that Deuteronomy 28. Man, I'm going to tell you right now. In that Deuteronomy 28, I'm, I'm going to let you go. But you read that whole thing, he talks about the blessing of God. He talks about it. The eating blessing upon my life, to change and transform my life. You got it? Come on, lift your hands to heaven, close your eyes and believe God right now. Lift your hands to heaven, close your eyes right now believe God. I want, that, I want your faith in this thing right now. I want your faith in this thing right now. Just Lift your hands to heaven, close your eyes. Let, get your faith to a level. Say, man, I, Pastor Chris, I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to study it out. I'm going to go find stuff about it. I'm going to get this thing, I don't care what it takes, I'm going to get it on my life and I'm going to transform it forever. I'm going to learn about this blessing so much, so true, I got this thing forever. So, This is what I want you to do. Just lift your hands up. I believe the unction's here. God gave me a word. Now, this is good. I didn't do this in the morning service, so you're getting a bonus package. All right? God told me yesterday. You tell him it's faith activated and voice commanded. You understand that? Okay? Voice commanded. So it's faith activated and voice commanded. So right now, this is all you to do. I want you to get faith for this blessing in your life. I'm telling you, this ain't the time to go to sleep now in here. You focus in this thing. I got faith for this thing right now. You tell God right now in your mouth, I got faith for the blessing. I got faith for the blessing. I got faith for this blessing. Say this out loud. Say the blessing of Abraham is on my life and on my family. The blessing of Abraham is the blessing of Jesus. It's on my life. It's on my family. It's on everything I touch. I'm walking in the blessing. Father, keep a guard over my mouth. And a guard over my mind. When I wanna say something or do something outside of this blessing, quicken me. Let me know. Keep me on track. Put a guard over me. Let me never say anything against the blessing of God or do anything against the blessing of God. I'm blessed. I'm blessed when I come, I'm I'm blessed when I go. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Shout it out. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Now say this out loud. Say it out loud. Say, Jesus, God gave us a word. Now, wait a minute. Now, listen to me. You better listen. You better release your faith. God gave me a word. This ain't something I got on sermons.com. Wake up. God gave me a word. He said, if they will faith activate, activate, they could voice command. You got to get this coming out of your mouth. So just say this out loud. Say, Jesus, I heard a word. I'm going to faith activate the blessing, and I'm going to speak it out of my mouth with command. I'm a commander, a commander of the blessing. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Hallelujah. I receive it, and I believe it. In Jesus' name, come on, clap like you got victory in here. They got it. Your praise is your response to what you receive. Let me say it again. Your praise is your response to what you receive. God looks at your response to see how good you got it. Hey, I'll tell you it's true. He does. Now you just work on it. You work on it, and we keep talking about it. You'll get it. I, tell you, I got a series somewhere in here to bless. Life. On, I think it's in there. It's on, Oh, Lauren put it on the app. Okay, so listen get the app. If you don't have the Chris Sarno Ministries app, get it now. They put the whole series on there for free. So go get the app. If you don't know how to do it, look at your neighbor. Find somebody with a shirt on that knows how to do stuff around here. I'm not techie. Somebody will tell you how to do it. Amen. Pastor Liz is going to get you saved if you ain't saved. Yeah, Jesus did that app, the blessing.
0: You know, as we were reading that, if, you could, if everyone could just bow your heads and close your eyes. Why? Because it makes it easier for other people. Maybe you were in here today, and you heard about how Jesus became a curse for you so that mm. you could be blessed. But maybe you've never taken the opportunity to receive him and invite him into your life as your Lord and Savior. And we never want to leave this place. We never want to let you come in this door where we don't give you the opportunity to make the greatest decision of your life. And that's the decision to say that you want to make Jesus yes, the Lord, Lord of your yes, life. Yes, Lord. The Bible says that nothing can separate you from his love. There's nothing that you've done. There's nothing that you could ever do that could disqualify you from receiving the free gift of salvation. And if that's you this morning and you say, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life today. Yes. I want to follow him and I want to serve him. Would you just raise your hand this morning and say, that's me today. Thank you. That's me today. I want to serve him. I want to make him my Lord and my Savior. You can can put your hands down. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, kind of sounds like what Pastor Chris just said, Mm. faith activated, voice commanded, then you will be saved. So right now I just want everyone in this room, we're going to say this together and join those who raise their hands to make that decision. Say, dear Jesus...
1: Dear Jesus. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart.
0: That you are the son of God. You are the son of God. That you came to earth. That you came to earth. That you died for my sins. You died for my sins. So I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth. That you are Lord.
1: You are Lord.
0: Forgive me of my sins.
1: Forgive me of my sins. Come
0: into my life.
1: Come into my life.
0: Come into my heart. Come into my heart. From this day forward.
1: This day forward.
0: I choose. I choose. To make you my Lord. Make my Lord. And my Savior. And
1: my Savior. In
0: Jesus' name in Jesus I pray. Name. Amen. amen, amen. Now rejoices again come on come on rejoice again now listen
1: oh yeah 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 yeah! listen now they're gonna send you to the back for the parade, but if you want to get water baptized yeah you got to get ready for this man we're going to now listen now Some let me explain the water baptism at relevant church some of you i, I kind of dunk you quick and easy some of you you need to bring snorkel gear because i'm going to hold you under just a little bit longer and some of you actually need scuba you need to do the scuba you know the scuba you need to do the scuba. I'm going to hold you under there for a while. No bubbles or nothing weird because we don't want to raise the dead today, but I'm just going to hold you till a little while because some of you need a little extra cleansing, okay? So Pastor Liz is going to give you all the stuff and details, but I just want to let you know, it might be a little violent. Some of this stuff might just be, just a well, some of you need a little extra. I'm not going to, I'm really, I've never done that in the history of the church. You guys are so gullible. I'm going to violently baptize you. I've seen that though on YouTube. Did you see that guy? He was like passing, they're like slamming the guys. Can you imagine that? I would never go back there. What is this? The UFC of like you know water baptism?
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.